Hi there, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce and friend of the show, X. How are you doing, buddy? I'm I'm here. I'm yeah, I'm good. I live a good life. Still. You're, you're, you're here, you make it sound like you could be anywhere else in the world. Yeah, I'm in I'm in a dark, dingy basement. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you live. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, not I mean, right. I'm not. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> so you and I are going to Las Vegas next week. Las Vegas, Nevada, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Is there another Las Vegas? Probably. Yeah, that's probably true. There's probably another Las Vegas in the United States, actually. Yeah. So they like to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I don't know about you. But I also realize... I've been to Vegas about 15 times. And I have now come to realize that I would be shit. Absolute shit at picking up women if it weren't for Las Vegas. I, I, and see, I have never heard this before. And I've thought I've heard most of your stories, so... I'm I'm actually quite interested to to hear this. This is why I decided to do this as a topic because yeah. I feel like when you plan something and you script something, you don't get the authenticity and you don't get the excitement. And mm-hmm. I think like it, you might tell a good story because of this, and I'm kind of excited. Maybe this will lead into like how eventually you might become good at picking up women. Oh, hopefully in time. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. One I've been to Vegas. I, I can tell you what I've been to <laughs> Vegas seven or eight times and. Uh, still not good at picking up women all right (laughs) i didn't learn it my first time i'll tell you that okay so my first trip to las vegas was 11 years ago it was in 2007 and i was 23 at the time by this point i had slept with six women to me relatively speaking to where i am now not a whole lot and each one of those people i had known previously and it wasn't like i just picked somebody up at a bar they weren't one-night stands. They were definitely were not one-night stands. None of them were. Yeah. What happened in 2007 was I had a couple of buddies who were in the bar industry. And I started to become somewhat of a regular. The guys were going down there for a conference, a food and beverage conference. And they said, hey, Hot Sauce, why don't you tag along? You like to gamble. You, I was super into poker by that point. I was actually mm-hmm. really good at it back then. And so they said, you've never been to Vegas. Why don't you tag along with us? And I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, back then I had like no expenses. So I I thought to myself, yeah, I'd love to go down. So there's a couple of things I learned about Vegas uh, on this trip. And the first thing was that I suck at booking hotels because I looked on, I looked online and I just kind of went by, okay, what's the, what's the cheapest option on the strip? So I find this hotel, I'm like, circus, circus, that's, <laughs> let's book there. And I show up there. And first of all, let's say I went on March 7th, just, just for the sake of the story. I booked the hotel for March 8th. <laughs> so I don't even have a hotel my first night there. So I, I show up, I talk to the guys, I'm like, hey, where are you at? They're like, well, we're staying at the Branch. We're, we're playing some blackjack down here if you want to come by. We're at this table. And I say, okay, I'll swing by there and. I meet up with the guys. I got there maybe supper time, somewhere around then. They're playing blackjack. They have a big conference the next day. And they said, well, what are you doing for the rest of the night? I said, well, funny story. I actually don't have a place to stay tonight. So my plan is, I don't know. (laughs) And he said, well, let's teach you a few casino games. And take out $100. When you lose $100, go home. Don't, I don't want, I don't. Because you're going to be here a while. You're going to be here at least eight hours by the sounds of it before you can even think about checking in. And I said, okay. So they teach me this game called Pie Gal Poker. Oh, so your your plan was to not check in. You were just going to like 
binge gamble in a casino all night. I I don't know what my other option was. Well, th- there's lots of other options. I mean, you just go to a hotel and say, can I get a room here tonight? And if so they that's... have rooms, they go, yeah, and Vegas is full of rooms. So this is the second thing I learned, is I wasn't very smart at booking hotels back then. Even on that date, I didn't even think about that. Okay, so anyway, I don't have a hotel the first night. And so they teach me this game and they have, there's this dealer there and we'll call her Darcy. And so Darcy's dealing these cards and she's kind of helping me along. And finally I get the game. And so I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. She's like, I'm here till 10 a.m. So I'll be back in shifts. You'll get a few new dealers in between. And so she comes back and a few times she says, hey, hot sauce, wake up. I kept falling asleep (laughs) at the table, but I kept like not losing or winning any money. So I kept playing and I was just, and finally she stopped dealing the cards and I said, hey, what's going on? I thought we were playing. She's like, I've had to remind you six times in the last minute that you have to place a bet or I'm helping you with your hands (laughs) and you've fallen asleep six times in the past minute. I think it's time you leave. And I said, Darcy, good work. (laughs) <laughs> You're right. I'm I'm going. So I went and I go outside on the strip and I'm walking from the Mirage to Circus Circus, which isn't very close, by the way. And it's like 6 a.m. And Vegas is dead at 6 a.m. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like when I showed up, this strip was packed. just packed with people. And there's street cleaners just cleaning up all these cards from the prostitutes on the street. And they're like closing down the street. And I walk over to Circus Circus. I say, hey, I have a hotel room booked for today. I know it's super early. Can I check in? They say, well, normally you can't check in till 3. And I said, yeah, I like, fucked up on the reservation. Can you make an obsession? They're like, we can at 10 o'clock. So I'm like, shit. So you got four hours So I got now. four hours. So I like hop in a cab. I find a, a poker game somewhere. And I play poker for like three hours. Just on zero oh. sleep and zero brain power. Probably lost like $100 there. So all things considered, you know, I didn't lose too much money, which was good because I had to gamble for straight eight hours in my head. But you're right. I could have, the smart thing would have, I could have just walked into any hotel and been like, hey, you got a room for the night and booked a hotel. Yeah. But I didn't. And, and funny thing is, none, it never came to any of my friends to think of that either for some reason. So I wasn't the only idiot at this point in time. So then we're... We're on, we're on Friday now. This is the second day I'm there. And I meet up with these guys and they say, okay, well, Hot Sauce, we got, we got a conference we got to go to. So I don't know. You find something to do. There's lots of things to do. Whatever. We'll meet up with you when our thing's done. So they do their thing. They go for supper. And they're like, yeah, we're at the Mirage. Come meet up with us. So I walk to the Mirage. I don't know. must have been like 9 o'clock. I walk in there and there's this nightclub called Jet don't know if it's still there or not in in what casino again mirage okay it was called jet back then i don't know if it's still called jet or if it's something else so i walk by and all i see are just babes everywhere just dresses high heels tents across the board and i walk by and i go to my buddies and i say holy shit you see the chicks at at jet we should go there and they just laugh at me and they're like, first time in Vegas, huh, hot sauce? I'm like, well, there's probably like some supermodel convention here or something like that. And they're like, no, man, that's, that's just every night in Vegas. And I'm like, shit. 
well, fuck, well, what are we doing tonight? And they're like, oh, let's go to this, uh, this revolution route lounge in, in the Mirage instead. Mm-hmm. Turns out Tommy Lee is DJing there. So Tommy Lee is just hanging outside. It says love. It's like a Beatles-themed lounge. Okay. In, and it's backwards in revolution. Anyway, so they show up. Pam, Pam Anderson's there too. And Tommy Lee, this is when, they, I don't know. When and these aren't fictitious names that we sometimes use. These are like No, the these real... are the re- real people. Oh, cool. And so we go there and we're like, fuck, like, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden it attracted people, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So we go into this Revolution Lounge and it was awesome. There's people all over. This was my first kind of party experience in, in Vegas. And my buddies are all hanging out, having a good time. And there's guys and girls. There's girls with their shirts off and... There's nice. a party atmosphere, and I'm like, holy shit, this city's crazy. And I'm, and I'm seeing all these ugly guys with all these super hot chicks. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's no way yeah. that I'm this. That guy's with that girl. Yeah, like, what the fuck? And then, so I say this to my buddies, and they're like, well, it's Vegas. Like, that guy could be a millionaire. You never know. Like, he could have started some company mm-hmm. and just have a shit ton of money. And I was like, okay. So this one dude who is with this one chick walks over and I say, hey, you know that guy? And she's like, well, we just met tonight. And I say, well, do you know what he does? And he's like, I don't know. He's a college guy from, from Ohio. And I'm like, fuck. So he's not like a millionaire? And she's like, well, I don't think so. And I'm like, well, who are you? And she's like, well, I'm Catherine. And I'm, I'm from Kansas. I'm like, okay. And okay cool so i was like well that theory doesn't doesn't add up and then so the night continues and my buddies are all kind of chatting with these girls and they're kind of you know bigger dudes i would say not super good looking i'm not the best judge of a guy's looks sure but they're hanging out with like these super hot chicks i'm like what the fuck is going on here and then all of a sudden my one buddy says hey hot sauce there's a girl sitting by herself at the slot machine look at how look at how good she looks go talk to her i said well what do i say he's like fuck i don't know think of something then and then so i walk over there and i sit down to the slot machine next to her and i'm like hey how's it going and she looks at me and she goes good (laughs) (laughs) and i literally had nothing else to say to her and so i walk back and he says that was fast i say yeah it didn't go very well he's like well what'd you say i said hey how's it going and then he goes, and then? And, and then I'm like, well, that's why I'm back here. <laughs> and he just started laughing. And I was like, fuck, you got to work on this. And then so the next night, I still am thinking about this jet. And I meet a guy who moved down there. So, in, okay, just pause for a moment yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Are these objectively hot women all the time? Or was this just your kind of like first time in Vegas and like, wow, I've never seen so many hot women in one place at one time? Yes. Or, or is this if, because I've been to Vegas now several times, if I saw that group of women, I go, wow, that's a big group of hot women. Like, was that an exception for Vegas or was no. that just the norm for Vegas? I would come to realize that that definitely was not an exception. Okay. And I'll get to that point in a little bit. So I meet up with my buddies on Saturday and all of a sudden it's kind of like okay well shit now what do we do and there was this nightclub in the in bellagio i think it's called light i don't know if it's still called that 
But I, I knew a guy in, in, I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. Uh, but I met up with a guy who used to live there, a poker player, and he gave me these these VIP passes. He handed us all from oh, nice. the buffet. And I was like, fuck yeah. And That was your first Vegas buffet experience too then. Yeah, it was, and it was really good. <laughs> And so we go, we go to, we go to light and we're standing in line and I go to the doorman and I say, Hey, we have these VIP passes. And he goes, yeah, where'd you get those from? I said, a friend gave them to me. He says, yeah, every taxi driver in the city basically has one of these. So it's like one of those front of the line passes, which means absolutely fuck all. So there's like a hundred people in this line that all have the same fucking thing. Front of the line, but yeah. And it's like, oh my God. And all of a sudden these huge dudes just walk right in. And I go to the doorman, I'm like, you got let those guys in. Like, they're not dressed anything special. And he says, yeah, that's the offensive line of the Chicago Bears. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, like, Brian Urlacher and all these guys are just walking in. And then me and my buddies are like, well, fuck. Like, let's go somewhere else. Because yeah. now we're probably not getting in at all. Yeah, you're going to wait in line for him to kick you to the back of the line again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So I learned that those VIP passes mean fuck all, first of all. Really what you got to do is you got to find a host and get on a guest list to get into these to these bars. So we find a, another place. We actually talk to a host because this is what the doorman had told us. He says, you guys need to find a host, someone that has a connection with these bars, and they'll get you in. Mm -hmm. So we talk to these guys and they say, yeah, 80 bucks for the four of you, whatever. You'll get, get you into these three nightclubs if you want. So we go to this other club and same thing. I'm like, holy shit, these chicks are hot. I'm, I meet up with like, I'm kind of dancing with these two and nothing happens. I don't go home with them. I strike out again. I sucked at everything related to, to women back then, but I see them the next day. The same women? Yes. Okay. I see them at the pool the next day and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm They're even hotter in bikinis than they were in there. No, the exact oh. opposite. I was like, I am so happy I did not go home with you. Oh, good to know. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Like the cocktail dress or whatever it was that they were wearing the night before just made them look super hot. I was probably drunk as fuck too. And I was like, oh, okay. But then the other part of the story that I forgot to tell you was prior to doing that, my buddies told me, hot sauce, where are you going out close? And I was like, oh, well, it's Vegas. I just bought, like, brought, like, shorts and T-shirts and stuff. And they're like, well, they're not going to let you in the club looking like that. I'm like, why not? And they're just like, oh, fuck, you just don't get it, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess not. <laughs> and then as soon as I saw everyone in line, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, can, I get it now. Yeah. You so can't I, go into the bar with flip-flops. <laughs> no. So what I, we had to do is we had to go to a, a Louis Vuitton store and all these like boutique to get ideas so that you could go to winners and get <laughs> replicas or what? No, so I I bought I bought like a two hundred dollar pair of shoes. Really? I, I bought thirty three dollars socks because they're fucking Chanel or some shit. I don't know. But we went to like all these designer all these designer places, and I bought like a, a shirt, whatever jeans yeah. were fine, I think. As long as you had like a blazer or something like that. Yeah. But I probably spent like four or five hundred dollars on, on clothes, clothes just so I could go out that night and pay twenty dollars a drink in the club. Yeah. That sounds like Vegas. Yeah. So what I learned <laughs> from that is that I was like, man, I never realized how important like style was and looking good was. 
Because I just thought, you know, my awesome personality would bring the girls over to me. But that's not true at all. <laughs> no. It's funny because I, if, you had to, if you tell me that you haven't, you haven't bought socks since then, I would 100% believe you. <laughs> my mom buys me socks for Christmas yeah. every year. Of course she does. They're in my stocking stuffers. <laughs> Actual stockings. Yeah. That's funny. It's good. But even So you dressed up nice and then and then what happens? Well, I still didn't know how to talk to women, so I didn't do well. But I got myself in the door, I'll tell you that much. Before that, I didn't even get You took a lot of shots. Uh well no, I didn't even do that. But when I went up to women and tried to talk to them, they just pretended like I didn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, they might give me the up and down and that's it. And I never really understood why. But my ripped jeans, my t-shirt, my backwards hat, my hair that I never had any product that I knew nothing about back then. Never yeah. used any kind of hair gel, any type of cologne, any kind of nice shoes or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy shit, women actually, women actually care about this stuff. Yeah. Right? And I never knew that back then. I was just like, oh, fuck. I'll crack a few jokes and... Yeah, well, you're you're borderline not even presentable. Like, I mean, I guess the bar wouldn't even let you in. So, why? That's why. <laughs> it's well, for your own good. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true though. And, in you, retrospect, anyway. Well, yeah. even to this day, I mean, I'm I'm going to admit I don't make the best fashion fashion choices mm-hmm. every day. I still don't. But I tell you what, I know a hell of a lot more. You've come a long way. I've come a long way, and mm-hmm. that experience in Vegas taught me how important it is just to. I don't want to say care about yourself because I always did, but I just didn't give a shit what others thought of me. Yeah. So it matters for other people to say, oh, like this guy looks good. Like there's a confidence, but I was confident as fuck, but I was just kind of like that, uh, kind of like a punk rock attitude type. Fred Durst. That's exactly what I looked like. If Fred Durst, I looked like the lead singer of fucking Limp Bizkit when I walked into a club. Not a word of lie. Backwards Red Wings hat, got the red cap, some runners, some parachute pants, and a t-shirt. Honestly, that's a great analogy. I can see it. I can see it. I've seen you like that, so I can see it. Yeah, exactly. And I still do that. But you know what? From time to time, I dress myself up, and it goes a lot better. So... How did you learn to talk to women that weekend? Well, that just got me in the door. I didn't. Oh. But but if I didn't do that, I wouldn't dress nice ever. Got it. And it taught me the importance of looking presentable and caring. Like, I didn't know how much women cared about shoes. Like, I thought, well, who, who the fuck cares about shoes? Yeah, I still think that. But <laughs> Like, even to this day. And there's this one girl I met at, at the bar, like, uh, seven months ago here. And I said, I said, what don't you like about my style? And she says, your shoes. And I was like, really? Another girl picked these out. She said, they look amazing. She's like, no, I hate them. And I was like, well, what else? She's like, you fix your shoes, you're good. And I'm like, who the fuck cares about shoes? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. A- and hair. And hair. I mean, it depends on the situation. Like, if you're going on a wedding, like, or something like that. I mean, going back to weddings. But, like, you, if you're wearing the clothes, like, you know, if you're wearing a dress shirt, iron the shirt, you know, tuck in the pants, wear the belt. If you're wearing dress shoes, you know, don't have them scuffed up and stuff. Like, there's some of those things that uh, the details can kind of get washed away. I know on some guys, right? Well, I mean, that's that's a perfect example of me. Wrinkled shirt. 
Like, you know, I'll, I'll wash it. I remember the first time I was in Vegas, you, you grabbed this shirt. You told me the tit milk story for the first time. <laughs> and and uh, you, you show me the shirt and you're like, is this too wrinkled for me to wear out? Ah, it's got to be good. I'm like, no, that's way too wrinkled. <laughs> you better iron that. Was it like really bad? Yeah, it was really bad. And you were going to wear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you had, enough, you had enough in you to ask if you should. Yeah, because I had been there before. Yeah. But now it's it's so much more. I mean, obviously the personality is still the biggest thing, but I mean, it's it's even a non-factor these days. I mean, you look at you look at where we are today, and you have these dating apps. If you don't look good enough to even be considered, you're just completely off the market. Mm-hmm. You know everything, and it should be like I honestly believe that you know the first thing should be some kind of form of attraction. Right? Because, I mean, if you're not attracted to this person, I don't think it's ever going to work. But at the same time, it shouldn't be everything. And back then, I was just completely, completely unfuckable. Yeah. 11 years ago. Well, I think the thing is, I, I mean, this is my personal opinion, but not that I know too much about women's clothing. But I think guys actually have it um, easier. I mean, there's a, a pretty simple uniform um, that you can kind of get away with. And as long as you've kind of got the... The basic, like you just need to get to a passable level, then then you're all right. Yeah, you know? I agree. As long as you're not the like worst dressed person in the place or in sight, then you're then you're fine. Yeah, but being the best dressed place person in the place goes a long way. Well, it gets you noticed. Yeah, right. Like I think I think that already kind of stimulates something in the brain that people are already attracted to you. Mm-hmm. So you can be like kind of shitty at the conversation side and get away with it for a bit. Until you can kind of like recover, you know, if you yeah. will. But if you're dressed like a slob and you say anything right off the bat, yeah. it's like bang out. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So I owe, I owe Vegas a lot because I feel like that taught me a lot about how to pick up women. And it just started with looking in the mirror before going out. <laughs> oh, it's so simple, right? <laughs> I'll buy a comb. I now own two combs. Wow. I couldn't say that 11 years ago. <laughs> Would that cost you 50 cents? Ah, it cost me three bucks for two. Oh, nice. Two pack. <laughs> two pack of combs, yeah. yeah. I got a brown one, one and a black one. One for your travel bag and one for a Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> I now own hair gel that I never used to have. I go get like regular, semi-regular haircuts. It's the little things. It's the little things yeah. that matter. So should I tell my first stories from uh, from the first time in Vegas? Or yeah, what? or when you, well, yeah, I mean, you still because that kind of leads into some other other sure. other stories. Sure, and I mean, it's still a long way before you learn how to pick up women. So we'll go with that topic. Oh yeah, I still haven't learned. I mean, a bit of an idiot savant in in that. No, I shouldn't say savant. That's generous. Um, but uh, so my first time in Vegas was what's it called? Two thousand twelve. And uh, the the prerequisites to this is that um, Chad was getting married there. Oh yeah, that and was I your was, first time. That was my first time in Vegas, um, and uh, I had actually been living in his basement for like the two months prior to that because I had just gotten out of a very long relationship, and and you know what? Quite frankly, so I go to Vegas and. I didn't like, cause I'm still pretty fresh out of this. I had no idea how to like 
talk to women anymore. The previous <laughs> relationship was like seven years. So I knew how to be like a relationship guy, but not like how on to the prowl. Yeah. Not on the prowl, not how to meet women. And so, uh, Chad and his uh, well wife at or soon to be wife at the time I don't know what you call that because they hadn't been married yet they bring this friend um, that was from her side of the family and they're like oh you should meet so and so I can't even tell you her name yeah me um, neither but I remember so it's first time in Vegas I know I, I got drunk and then I know at some point we were like out for dinner and then I'm holding her hand and I don't like I don't think I've really held a girl's hand since then. Like, but that's that's the like fucking weird thing because just <laughs> like I don't know in a relationship you hold hands on occasion, and uh, so I was doing that. And she, this girl was basically my girlfriend for like that entire trip. I had really no interest in her. I I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I was doing in retrospect even. Yeah, um, it was hilarious. Nothing really happened there. Things could have got interesting, but again, I got drunk and effectively passed out on a bed. So we were on the flight home from that trip, um, and I was sitting, we were, must have been flying together, and I was sitting beside you, and I remember saying, you were telling me about some of your stories from from this very same Vegas trip where we were there almost the exact same amount of time, and uh, I remember saying to you that you had slept with more women that weekend than I had in my entire life at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I really remember that. And uh, that was hilarious. And I went, really? And then you said, yeah, well, think about it. Seven-year relationship. One other like, person one prior other to that. One other person prior to that. And I was like, yeah, I guess I slept with three girls this weekend. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah. that was five years later. So you can see... Trip number one, for me, pathetic. Yeah. Pathetic. Like, if, if, if anybody watched me and, and said, you should learn from this guy how to pick up women, and they saw me, they would demand a refund, even though they didn't pay me anything. That's how bad it was. They'd be like, you owe me money for the time you wasted me watching you do this. Yeah. Because you're pathetic. You suck. Or they would get some sort of value out of it a different way. Like yeah, if they thought it was funny, if they thought it was funny and you getting rejected over and over, that would be. I mean, I'd pay. I'd pay to see that. Actually, but it, it, but. it wasn't. It was like because I was a really nice guy back then, so people were just. It was really sad. Like people just felt sorry for me, and they <laughs> they kind of let me down easy. And the girl at the slot machine, she's like, "Oh, I gotta go talk to my friend." And she literally went to the next row of slot machines right behind and just sat down. And left. And then I, no, because I, like 15 minutes later, I, I saw her and I said, I thought you were going to go talk to your friend. And she's like, yeah, I just didn't want to talk See, to you anymore. Now, when you're telling me this story, because from, I thought you were going to tell me that this girl's a prostitute and you went up and slept with her and then she demanded some money. That's the story I was expecting to hear. No, that, but... It's a different story. That's a different okay. story. I didn't know that's an actual story. I'm just like... Well, it's not exact. It you see cute through. girls at the VLT by themselves in Vegas, The you shouldn't talk to them unless you want to pay them. Well, I tell you this much. I learned on my 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 first trip, I, I was surprised how I never ever got approached by a prostitute. Probably because I didn't look... Probably yes. because of what I was wearing. Even prostitutes wouldn't sleep with me because <laughs> yeah. they saw what I was well, wearing. Well, you don't look like you have any money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but on previous, on subsequent trips, 
I would get approached many times by prostitutes. Yeah. And there's some good stories there. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, though, that same trip, you remind the, the t- okay, so the night I told you where I didn't have a hotel. Yep. I went to Circus Circus. Uh, they said, you can't check into the tent. So I went back to the Mirage and one of the guys from the crew was playing poker there. And I was, I jumped into that game. And then this, this one old guy, he's probably, I don't know, 55, 60. He starts telling the story. And the story is about how he's like, this girl was all over me. She was asking me what my name was, what I did. She just wouldn't leave me alone. And then... Blah, blah, blah. I kind of lost interest. And then he started talking about how she started asking for money. She said, I charge $40 an hour or something like that. She's like, we could just go upstairs. And he's bragging about how this prostitute was trying to solicit money from him. And he goes on the story for like 15 minutes. And I just, I didn't because I was so fucking tired. But if I wasn't tired, I would have just been like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, anyone can pick up a prostitute. Like, why yeah. are you even bragging about this? Like, that's, you should, you should probably be embarrassed by that fact. Yeah. Why did you talk to her so long? Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't negotiate. I don't know if you negotiate. I've never done it. But, like, you don't negotiate. I assume you just, like, go do the thing and pay the money. Right? Well, I don't know. Okay. I'll, uh... I don't know either. <laughs> but, like, is it, should that, I don't, I assume bartering is very, like, why Bartering. Are, bartering. <laughs> bartering. Yeah, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you this necklace. Yeah, you suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I sell expensive software for a living, so I do like lots of negotiations. I assume if I were paying a prostitute in Vegas, that that would be a very like simple conversation. Well, so that's another Vegas trip story. But there is negotiation with strippers. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, with strippers or prostitutes uh prostitutes sorry okay sometimes they're the same thing sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes i think if you have enough money it's all the time yeah but i don't know i wouldn't know yeah depends how you're dressed <laughs> yeah exactly yeah or if you happen to just pull out a huge wad of cash out of your oh. jean shorts <laughs> okay huge wad of cash yes <laughs> yes then you become a lot more attractive. Well, that does it for another episode of On the Prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. Let me know what you think on our Facebook page and uh, follow me on Podbean.